0: Don't let taxes derail your retirement and estate planning. On today's show, we'll outline several strategies that could help keep more of your retirement dollars where they belong, with you.
1: Welcome in to The Retirement Referee with Steve Caruso. Hey, welcome in, everybody. This is The Retirement Referee with Steve Caruso. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Steve is uh, the author of a great little book called... uh, retirement distribution strategies uh, or cookie cut this retirement distribution strategies for uh, the non-conformist uh, the show again retirement referee we blow the whistle on financial fouls hi steve how are you i'm doing great steve how are you very well thank you and uh, so yeah keeping more of our dollars for us as opposed to giving them to uncle sam that's really a good idea uh how do we do that
0: <laughs> yeah a- well no it's on a lot of people's uh, mind right now because uh Either you probably just got your tax bill or you maybe you're maybe you're one of the few fortunate people who are getting a refund. But um, usually this time of the year, people are thinking about, hey, how do I pay Uncle Sam a little bit less?
1: Right. Exactly. And, you know, I think we spend a lot of time saving money for retirement. We're you know saving, saving. And now we're getting close. Um, we kind of figure out what we have and and what we're going to do with it and how we're going to position it to make sure it's going to last.
0: Yeah, no. And so it really starts with analyzing your retirement savings. So if you're like many people out there, um, you probably have a you know, a, a variety of different retirement savings accounts. So unlike your parents, where they maybe worked for the same company for 45 years and they have a they have a pension and maybe they have a 401k plan as well. Uh, most people out there today have changed jobs. Uh, maybe you got downsized when you're in your 50s and now maybe you went and did a consulting thing where you you were putting money into a sap or um so you end up having all these different accounts and it's now getting closer to crunch time when you're going to retire and you want to have you want to have a cohesive plan and maybe it might be time to even think about consolidating some of those accounts because it, there's no reason to keep you know five different accounts that do the same thing so um, some of those taxes some of those accounts could be tax deferred like a 457 plan or a 401k plan or a 403b plan. Um, you could have if you're a union member, you might have some type of a tax deferred annuity through your union. Um, a lot of these pre-tax qualified plans can be consolidated into one traditional IRA. And then there are also tax free plans such as Roth 401k and Roth IRA. And so we want to really take an inventory of what you have. And um, make sure that it's streamlined in a way that makes it easy to digest and understand, and and that you have the right investments inside the right accounts.
1: When you sit down with someone, Stephen, and, and you begin to sort of assess everything that they have, are people sometimes surprised once they see everything together how much they've saved?
0: They, they are. I think a lot of times, once we because it starts with figuring out what they're going to spend in retirement. Sure. So that's the most important thing. So what we're looking at is all right, here, here's what your lifestyle is costing you now. Here are the aspirational things that you want to do once you retire, right? So there's probably three or four different things um, that you definitely know you're going to want to do right, right off the bat. And so most likely, and for many retirees, your, your expenses actually jump that first year because now you have all these extra hours in the day and there's all these things that you, you wanted to do that you start to do. Um. Now, you want to be able to assess, do you have enough? And I think what shocks a lot of re- people when we, put, when we start doing the planning is they've, they've thought about stuff in terms of a retirement number or a retirement nest egg, like, hey, if I get to this number, I should be okay. And they haven't really thought about inflation and taxes. So they're thinking just kind of in raw dollars, like, well, I have this amount of money I could spend X amount every single month and I would, you know, my principal would last me 25 years, say. Well, that's great, but living on the same fixed amount every single month is very difficult because your expenses in retirement actually inflate much faster than general inflation. And then, oh, by the way, general inflation is super high right now. so. Um and as a retiree, you're gonna experience more inflation because you're gonna be consuming more healthcare. Um, you're gonna be consuming more travel. And so guess guess what goes up? Not just your price at the pump when you're you're commuting, but guess what else goes up? Your price for airline flights when when oil is going through the roof, right? So sure. um all of these things need to be need to be considered and get a realistic projection to see if you have enough. So, it's not about saying, "Hey, I'm living on $6,000 a month now and I'm going to have a pension for $6,000 a month, I'm going to be okay." No, that's not necessarily true because you have to factor in taxes and inflation and perhaps your pension's not even getting a cost of living adjustment and even if it is, its chances are it's not going to keep pace with inflation.
1: And so what we, you mentioned Roth conversions, that's certainly one way to be to begin to address that RMD and and you know lower the tax bill.
0: Yeah, no, the Roth conversion is great uh, if it's done for the right person. so I, I the Roth conversion is not a silver bullet. it's not for everybody. but if you're if you're out there listening and you have a sizable call it a seven figure pre-tax retirement account, whether it's a 401k or a 403b, 457. And you have a significant amount of money liquid sitting in the bank uh, that's maybe in a savings account or a CD getting you one or 2%. A Roth conversion could absolutely make sense because what you're doing is you're you're basically taking money that you're probably not going to spend during your retirement. And you're converting it and letting it grow for the rest of your life tax free. Uh, and then ultimately, you know, it, the money's going to go to your heirs tax free. So that's why estate planning and retirement distribution planning go hand in hand. Because if you're going to have money left over, we want to make sure that it actually gets to who you want the money to get to in the most efficient manner as well. And so that's something that we do. And we'll point out to you when we put together a plan. And we love our listeners, and we you know we go out of our way to 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 engage to engage the you know the people who listen to the show, and we offer fifteen free financial plans every single week. So if you call in, we will sit down with you. We'll put together a comprehensive retirement distribution plan for you. This is something that normally we charge a couple of thousand dollars for. It's absolutely free as a listener. There's no obligation. Um, If you decide to become a client, um, then, you know, then we would talk about that at at that point. But in terms of sitting down, gathering the information, putting together your plan, delivering your plan, absolutely no cost. And we, we make that available to 15 callers every week.
1: Sounds fantastic, Steve. Folks, take advantage of it. Call us now, 800-705-9995. You heard, Steve, the next 15 callers get that comprehensive financial review, and you'll see where you are today. But more importantly, you'll find that you now have a roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be. 800-705-9995. Again, 800-705-9995.
0: Inflation is at a 40-year high. Most agree taxes are going up, and the market continues to be volatile. When we come back, we'll outline some ways to help you navigate your path to retirement through these tumultuous times.
1: We're back on The Retirement Referee with Steve Caruso. Steve, of course, is a best-selling author, cookie-cut this, retirement distribution strategies for the nonconformist. He is president and founder of Laurel Wealth Solutions. Steve is a guy that other advisors turn to for advice. He's a highly sought-after speaker to do just that. And uh, so much more, 20-plus years in the business, he's a fiduciary. Laurelws.com is the website. That's laurelws.com. Be sure and check that out. So, all right, Steve, uh, you know, It seems, yeah, inflation certainly is painful today, Um, but we've got to, you know, with taxes and, you know, sort of in the prime of tax season here, we've got to talk about how do we not, I mean, last segment we talked about maybe using a Roth to to sort of lower those taxes, but there are some other things that we can do that, you know, that may not lower taxes, but they're going to get us more money.
0: Right. And so... um, let's start with working longer, right? None of us really want to do that No, Or maybe some of us do. Maybe, you know, if you love your job every day, then you, you want to come and continue to work. But, you know, obviously if you have health problems or you've gotten downsized it, it, you may not, you, you may feel like, all right, it's just time to retire. I want to talk specifically about what's been going on in the job market though. Sure. If you got downsized and you thought, you know what, I'm going to have a hard time now getting another job. There are uh, there are more job openings right now than there are people who can fill them. So you would be surprised. Um so I I hear this a lot when when especially when someone gets downsized at like 62, 63, they'll they'll say, "Oh, I'll, ne- I'll never be able to get hired again." You'd be surprised. There are a lot of there are a lot of uh firms out there look in across every industry looking for work. So um, don't just assume if you entered retirement not under your own volition, but but someone else told you it was time to retire. Uh, don't assume that that's the end of the road. You might be able to find something. You might even be able to reach out to old clients and work with them on a on a consulting basis because people are um, are desperate for the ser- you know for services. So there's it, it's a really good job market right now. Uh, that's one of the areas of the economy that has been just about the strongest. So um, the labor market has been fantastic. So I, I, you know, working longer could be a possibility and you don't have to work in something stressful. Right. So what you want to be able to figure out is what your shortfall is. Right. So if you have a, a certain amount saved up, and then you know what your lifestyle is going to cost you, or what it is costing you, and what what you want it to cost you, meaning like what what are some of the other things you want, then you can figure out all right well, I'm gonna need this much extra money to be able to live that lifestyle. well, working you know two or three extra years and earning even thirty thousand dollars could potentially get you to where you need to to be um so you know, don't just automatically dismiss working longer. It's, it's, uh, it also can help you because you're, you can also then potentially delay claiming social security. Um, so if you were going out at 62 versus going out at 67, there's a big difference there. And then there's an even bigger difference if you wait till 70. So, um, I definitely think that that's something that you want to definitely consider. And, and it's something that, a lot of advisors don't talk about because you know they're they're just they're you know truthfully a lot of advisors are commission based and they're they're salivating at the thought of rolling over your 401k and they don't want to, they don't want you to say oh I'm I'm you know I might go back to work right, right so right. Um, so that's uh you know you have to do what's right for you and you have to consider every alternative you only you, you only get one retirement and you don't get a do over so um, very important that you that you look at the numbers and you make, you make good decisions based on the facts on the ground. Uh, yeah, Yeah, you're right, Steve. I
1: think too. And one of the things we, that we have to look at is not only our income, but our guaranteed income. And I know that's a big word to use, but I mean, there are ways to essentially do that. I mean, social security is pretty much guaranteed income.
0: Right. No social security is guaranteed income. Pension is guaranteed income. Um, some people would consider a rental property if they have a reliable tenant is pretty much guaranteed income, but again, anything can change in your tenants life. So what we want to look at is what your sources of income are and what your spending, your projected spending is going to be, and you want to have, and this is where I differ from a lot of financial advisors out there. Many financial advisors are going to just look at your essential expenses, like your, your food, shelter, and and clothing, right? and say all right well you want to have guaranteed income to to meet those well no if you've been living on $5000 a month or $6000 a month all the way up to retirement then that's that's your normal lifestyle that's if you just look at your fixed bills you're going to underestimate that number dramatically because your your mortgage payment and your utility bills are not what you're actually spending. You're also going out to eat occasionally, you're you're, you know, you might take the grandkids out. There are different things that you're doing. So, we want to measure your spending pre-retirement and we want to we want to have enough guaranteed income to meet what you're actively spending now so that you're not you're not reducing your lifestyle in any way. And then anything that you make on top of that can can then go to support the aspirational stuff that you want to do. So let's just say you're spending $6,000 a month and you have $4,000 a month coming in from pension and social security. You want to be able to create a predictable income stream of $2,000 a month. Now, when we're looking at creating income streams, it's very important. Anything you put aside to create income is intrinsically not liquid. I'm going to say that again. Anything you put aside to create income is intrinsically not liquid. So if you put money into a rental property and you're saying, I'm gonna collect the rents, well, you have to keep that property in order to continue collecting the rents. Right. Same thing, if you buy a bond, you have to keep that bond to continue to collect the interest. So if I know I'm putting away money to generate $2,000 a month of income, and I know that that money that I'm putting away is not liquid, then what I wanna do is find the investment that's going to produce me the income that I need, that $2,000 a month for the fewest amount of dollars. Because in retirement, I want to have as much of my money liquid as possible. So the money that's being set aside for generating income is not liquid. So I want to use as little as possible to generate that income. And so what you want to do is find the product that does that. And a lot of times that can be a product that's not the most popular product, like something like an annuity, or it might even be in in certain situations a reverse mortgage. So there's no such thing as a bad financial product. It's just a bad fit. If you're buying something like an annuity and you're buying it for the right reason, it can be a great product because it can produce you. If you're in that situation, it might be able to produce you the income that you need for far less dollars than something like a bond fund or even a real estate investment. So don't just dismiss a product because you you, you heard some bad press about it. It's about getting the products that are in the right mix, For your specific goals. So again, there's no bad products. Every one of these products is created for a purpose. It's just making sure that you're using the product for the appropriate purpose, and that it fits into your plan.
1: Absolutely. And again, on that note, Steve, let's, uh, let's go ahead and take a quick break, invite folks to call and, and come on in and have that conversation.
0: Yeah. Please give us a call. I mean, if you're, if anything that we're saying today is resonating with you, if, you if, if you're getting near retirement and you're saying, I don't know if I have enough guaranteed income, I don't know if I'm going to be able to maintain my lifestyle. What planning does is it gives you the peace of mind. And so we would implore you to call. We have nine spots left. We would love to sit down with you. And, you, you know, it's, it takes maybe an hour or two of your time, two, two appointments, but you walk out of there feeling more confident about your future.
1: Hey, that sounds great. It starts with a phone call, 800 It's a comprehensive financial review. You see where you are today, but ultimately it becomes a roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be. So in short, you've got nothing to lose. Call us right away, 800-705-9995. Again, 800-705-9995.
0: Sometimes it's good to go back to the basics. When we come back, we'll outline four key factors to consider and how to develop a plan that can help you in retirement.
1: Hey, we're back on The Retirement Referee with Steve Caruso. I'm consumer advocate Steve Sudol. Uh, of course, Steve has helped folks for more than 20 years getting to and through retirement. And, you know, with that, you're a fiduciary, you're independent, you're all those things that, that I certainly like in an advisor. Um, and, and again, with more than 20 years in this business, Steve, you've seen a few bumps in the road. <laughs> I mean, you've helped people weather some, you know, financial storms, whether it's a, a you know, a, a
0: crazy market or, or whatever you know right No, i mean i've seen the my first year in the business was the russian ruble crisis so which is very similar to what's going on in russia now where russia defaulted on their debt and that was in the 90s uh, then we had the tech bubble and the financial crisis and uh covid so we we've had uh we've been through a lot over the last 20 plus years that i've been in the business and i've been doing what makes me a little bit different than than most of the advisors out there is i'm not just Giving lip service to retirement distribution goals, I've only been doing retirement distribution planning for the better part of the last twenty years, and so when I when I talk about goals, it's I understand because I've I've been with clients all the way through retirement. I understand how your life is going to change, you know not it, not the exact changes that are going to happen, but obviously I know on average the types of things that are going to happen because I've I've experienced it with my my own clients. And so, it having working with someone who specializes in this stage of your life makes a big difference.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. And and you know there are advisors who are there to help you grow it as well. But again, this transition—we're talking to folks in that financial red zone. um, And once you get there, we have got to—you know—our paycheck stops. But then we become our own boss, right? (laughs) We could become our own. uh, I think you said what? Our own uh, finance department.
0: Exactly. So yeah. You you become like your the ADP for uh your own retirement, right? So yeah. you have to generate that check. So I talk about this in my book. So I, I I'll I'll just kind of share the anecdote that's from my book. But I had this this prospect come and visit me once, and I told him in I delivered his plan and I said to him, you know, you're going to need to generate another check. I said, you know, it's not just That you're going to also have these forty hours to fill in your day, you're also going to need to get a a paycheck. And he said, "Ah, it's no big deal. I can I can burn through my savings or whatnot." And like many retirees, he found two three months in, and he didn't initially sign up to become a client. Caveat there, but he eventually did. But the two or three months in, he found himself burning through way more of his bank assets than he thought he was going to, which again is fairly common because you're going to want you have all these hours in the day and and you're you're going to want to do some things and you end up spending a little bit more than you probably anticipated. And then I get this voicemail and he says, "Holy blank, I don't have a paycheck anymore. <laughs> I need to <laughs> yeah. come see you again." <laughs> and so <laughs> Uh, And, you know, and that's that's exactly it. I mean, you you get so accustomed to seeing that regular deposit every two weeks or every month, depending on how you get paid, and it stops when you retire, especially if you don't have a pension. So you need to be the one who's creating that. And you always want to be taking that from someplace safe. Just like if you were running a business, you don't want your payroll account to go to net into the red, because then you're going to be bouncing checks to your employees. Right. So it's the the same idea. And so you want to carve out and segment your assets based on when it's going to be spent. And you want to know how much you're going to need in that form of a check every month. And you want to find, like we talked about last segment, the asset that's going to produce you that check for the fewest amount of dollars.
1: Right. And uh, I mean, I think for most of us, it starts with 401k. A lot of us have those at work or maybe an IRA. And and that's a great place to start. That's a great place to grow it. But then what do we do with it once we get to retirement? That becomes the tricky part. That's where you come in.
0: Right. And it's not, not everyone's going to have a pension plan. And we all, I think, I think you can kind of just use common sense and figure out that social security alone is not going to be enough for you to live on. So, you know you're going to need to take distributions from your accounts it's about doing it in the right way so that's that's number 1 is you know you're going to need to generate income in retirement number 2 is you're going to want to address healthcare costs what do i mean by that well i often talk about how as a retiree you're going to experience higher inflation well why do you think that is even if you're healthy You're going to spend more on medical expenses because guess what happens to your health insurance premium relative to your to your kids or your grandkids who are 20 or 40 years younger, your your premiums are going to jump more because you're older and the the likelihood of you, you incurring more medical expenses is higher. So even if you're very healthy, you're still going to be spending more every single year on healthcare because your health insurance premiums are going to go up much faster than general inflation. So If you haven't taken advantage of a health savings account, um, if you have a health savings account that allows you to put money away and it's not a flex spending account where you have to use it at the end of the year, a health savings account, you can invest it and use it as you need it. You could use it five years from now, 10 years from now. So um, what you have to do is if you're still working, you sign up for a qualified high deductible Health plan through your work, and then there should be an HSA component um, once you have that high deductible plan, and you can save money and use that for um, your deductibles or for other other healthcare related expenses after you retire, and so that's that's a huge savings. Um, the other issue with healthcare that a lot of people don't address is long term care, and so I want to just touch on long term care just briefly because. Um we could probably do a whole show on long-term care. I think we could. <laughs> the it, the um long-term care does happen to people. And so the best combination is to have some type of bare bones coverage in place uh to cover you from an from the insurance company and then also to do some legal planning. So one of the best ways to do that is They have policies that combine life insurance and long term care. So one of the big negatives about long term standalone long term care insurance is that if you never use it, you basically paid in the premium, just like your your health, your home insurance or your car insurance. If you don't get in an accident or your house doesn't burn down, you paid in the premium and you got no benefit from it. Right. Um, Whereas if you do it with a life insurance policy, what you can do is you can buy a sum of money. So if you're buying, say, a $400,000 life insurance policy, you buy it with a long-term care feature. Now, if you need that $400,000 at the end of your life for long-term care, you can spend it while you're alive. Now, if you spend 300 of it, your beneficiaries are only going to get the 100,000 that's left over. Okay. But if you don't spend it at all, your beneficiaries get the full $400,000 tax-free, so it wasn't You didn't just put in the premiums for no reason. And why that's important is it gives you a sum of money that will help you get through the look back period. Because if you need long-term care for an extended period of time, meaning you have Alzheimer's, dementia, um, something where you're gonna need care for seven or eight years, nine years, and and potentially exhaust all of your money. Um, What that does is by having that basic amount of coverage in place, it gives you money to pay for the first three or four years of of care, which also gives you time to get the the assets out of your name and do the legal planning. So, um, you don't need to have one of these um, unlimited long term care policies, but you do want to have some type of uh, some type of coverage just to get you through that that period. the The number three thing I want to talk about, and uh, you know, I'll touch on this real briefly is that you want to understand fees and taxes. And this is the one area where I think retirees tend to lose their way because they don't really consider the tax implication of what they're doing. So they say to themselves, oh, I retired. And I always told myself when I retire, I'm going to buy myself a Maserati. So they go and they take $100,000 out of their 401k. And oh, oh, by the way, they have to pay taxes on that the next April. They probably have to pay penalties because they probably didn't pay any estimates, um, and now their Medicare premium goes up. Um, they might lose some real estate tax exemptions that they have. So you want to you you don't want to make silly mistakes. And I mean that's an extreme example, but there are certain there are certainly people who have done that. And so you know that that's one thing. The other thing is fees. So you might have been using the same advisor for the last. 20 years and you have a good relationship with them and you say, oh, you know, he's been making me money or she's been making me money. Well, she's also been charging you one and a quarter percent a year, perhaps. Right. Well, in retirement, you don't have the ability to make the money back. And if they're just buying you mutual funds and they're not really doing anything special with your account to pay one and a quarter percent for a manager on top of the mutual funds that you're already in doesn't make a whole lot of sense. So you want to look and understand what fees you're paying on your investments. And, and that's one of the things that we do for all of our listeners is we show you in dollars what you're paying on your investments. And that's really eye opening. But this is something that we put together for our, our listeners. We do have about five spots left. We would love to hear from you. It's really important if you're on the if you're thinking about retirement or you're you're a couple years out from retirement, really understanding how you mitigate those taxes in retirement, understanding fees, understanding if you have enough to cover the healthcare risk, um, how much you're going to need to generate in a, in a paycheck. All these things are part, and, part of a plan that we would put together for you. And that's free of charge, absolutely free, no obligation. So we'd love to hear from you.
1: That's the number, folks. Give us a call. We'd love to hear from you. It's a chance to get a comprehensive financial review that will end up being a roadmap that can really help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-705-9995. Again, 800-705-9995.
0: When we come back, we'll highlight some of the most asked questions this week.
1: Back on the retirement referee with Steve Caruso. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. having a great conversation, just talking about putting together a plan and and how important that is, Steve. And and really, you know, you bring some insight that not all financial advisors have. Not only your experience, but just just the fact that you know your gut says a lot about what's going on and
0: and and, and how to navigate that. Yeah. Well. Y- Yes, it's gut, but also it's a lot of experience, right so well, yeah absolutely. having seen things been through things, and it's not just about being through things in the market, it's going through them with clients who are in this phase of uh, of their life so i you know the first question we're gonna take is from from paul who's sixty seven yeah um you know, I've had clients who are who were sixty seven in two thousand and eight when the market was volatile, and so um you know i know i know how people react i everyone reacts a little bit differently but I, there's a range of reactions that most people fall into and so i'm going to be i'm going to be communicating with you and, and and talking you through and 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 you know pulling you back from the ledge if the, if that's the type of personality you have so sure. um you know that's that's why it's important to to have someone guiding you during this phase of your, your life, because you are going to be more prone to rash decisions, because when you don't have the ability to go and make the money again, um, you tend to get a lot more nervous about gyrations in the markets.
1: Sure. Well, all right. Well, uh, let's jump into Paul's question and and uh, flush that out. He says, I'm 67 and retired. I keep hearing commercials about converting my IRA into a gold IRA. Now, with all the volatility, do you think that's a good idea? Is that something that you would recommend? And it always seems that the, the gold commercials and the precious metals commercials always come when, you know, there's inflation and there's, you know, upset. And
0: you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, that's, that's why I, I kind of segued into this question, because this is one of my favorite things. And I, I must get this question from my own clients three or four times a, a month, because I it seems like everywhere you click online, that there's some type of commercial that the currency is going to zero. Oh, yeah. There's going to be a run on the banks. You need to have gold. Let me tell you something about gold. Gold only goes up in short spurts during times of panic. And then it does nothing for years on end. It's not a good long-term investment. First of all, the currency is not going away. The U.S. is very is one of the strongest economies in the world. Um, there's no reason to go rushing into gold. It's we live in a, a very charged political climate where people feel very strongly on either side of the fence. So depending if your power, your party of political party of choice is in power or not, you. T- it, it, this is again from my own personal observation from clients. When Democrats are in power, there I have Republican clients saying, "I think I I should go in gold." I saw a commercial that you know everything's going to to heck in a handbasket, and I need to be in gold. And and vice versa, when Republicans are in charge, Democrat clients are saying, "Hey, I think gold might be a good investment here because I don't like I don't like the direction of where things are going." The reality is is that the stock market. Is a function of earnings, and corporate earnings continue to be really strong. Um, the economy continues to be really strong. Now, politicians can sometimes get in the way of that. Um, political events and geopolitical things, like what's going on in Ukraine, that can sometimes get in the way of of a booming economy, but it usually doesn't derail completely derail corporate earnings, and so. The stock market while it does have dips where it goes down the advance has usually been permanent meaning like even if you even if you have that dip usually uh two or three or four years later you're not only way better than you were before the dip but you know you're you've made much better than what you'd make in any other asset class okay so i don't think switching out into gold makes sense and i know i went on a a kind of a long-winded platitude there but I, I definitely wanted to take that question. Right. But
1: well, again, I mean, I think that's an interesting perspective and and uh, one that people should be aware of, like you said. Uh, so, Paul, if you want to know a little bit more, give us a call. 800-705-9995. Let's see. Let's go to Ernie. Uh, Ernie's wondering, he says, an IRA is being willed to me. If I inherit it before the age of 59 and a half, can I have it sent directly to my own IRA?
0: And what are the tax implications? Great. Great question, Ernie, Uh, depends on who you're inheriting it from. So if you're the beneficiary of uh, of an IRA, and I'm assuming that's what you mean by it's being willed to you that you were listed as a beneficiary. You can open a beneficiary IRA account, but you cannot put it into your own IRA unless it was your spouse that passed away. So as a spousal beneficiary, yes, you can do that. Are you able to withdraw the money before 59 and a half? Absolutely, there's no penalty, but you'd have to pay income tax on it. Now, you could set up a beneficiary IRA, but you can only defer it for up to 10 years. So that whole that whole account needs to be liquidated within 10 years of the decedent's death. So if they if you're inheriting it from someone who passed away this year, you would theoretically need to have have that account liquidated by 2032. And uh, you would obviously have to pay the income taxes at your tax rate, but there would be no penalty for being under 59 and a half.
1: All right. Fair enough. Well, I mean, at that note, Steve, these shows will go by so quickly. We got to wrap yeah, up. Yeah, they go here. by so
0: quickly. And, you know, thank you for the questions and uh, wish we could get to more, but we're, that's all we have for today. And uh, we do have about two spots left. So if 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 you if you are if you are out there and you're on the fence about about calling in, please do call in. We would love to sit down with you and uh, put together a comprehensive financial plan for you. And uh, we'll be back here again next Sunday evening, same time. And thank you for listening, Orlando. We love our listeners.
1: on this program is educational in nature, and is not intended to be a recommendation for any specific investment product, strategy, plan, or other purposes. Information presented is believed to be factual and up-to-date, but we do not guarantee its accuracy, and it should not be regarded as a complete analysis of subjects discussed. Prior to making any investment or financial decisions, an investor should always seek advice from a financial, insurance, legal, or tax professional that takes into account all of the particular facts and circumstances of an investor's own situation. Laurel Wealth Solutions and or Stephen Caruso offer investment advisory and financial planning services through Bellpoint Asset, Management LLC, an investment advisor registered with the Securities and Exchange Commission. Registration with the SEC should not be construed to imply that the SEC has approved or endorsed qualifications or the services Bellpoint Asset Management offers, or that its personnel possesses a particular level of skill, expertise, or training. Coach P Radio.